Hey, Mike, this is Andy. Call hey, Andy. What's going on? Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate the time. No worse, man. I'm excited. Oh. We got the big tour coming up, the Everyone Still Hates You tour. I love when bands take the time to name tours. Is that something that you do, or is that like booking agents and the suits that do that kind of stuff? I'm just reminding people we still hate them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, we came up with it, or I, can, I guess I came up, came up with it in the end. But it was, I thought it was a fitting title. We're kind of doing a lot of old material on this tour, and I kind of felt it was, you know, was uh, was a good title. Maybe it's an old album title, so it was kind of easy. I love it, man. Another cool package. Last time when we got to see you was with Dope. Now this time with Wednesday 13, uh, June 30th at the Regent in downtown L.A., very excited mm-hmm. for the tour and a tour going on now. Everything going smooth, I imagine. Everything's awesome, man. Everything's really good. Like all the bands are super cool. No tour drama. Uh, all the bands are killing it every night. You know, Death Valley High is killing it. Prison is murdering it every night. It's like a deathcore band, and it's like it's so so different from the other bands. But they're just nailing it every night in the nightclub. You know, they're they're kind of local to you, I guess. Uh, they're, I mean, like like I said, all the bands are really killing it every night. So. I love your drummer, Joe Letts, and uh, kind of curious, how did you discover him? Did you just discover him through Wednesday, or? No, man. It, what was funny with, with, actually with Joe, it's like I, at the time when I met Joe, I didn't have a drummer. I was all electronic. And we were on tour together, and he was playing for a band, that we were opening for, and every day he poked his head out while we were playing, and he goes, "Oh man, it's a great crowd! Can't wait to play!" And then they were going on, and there was nobody there. Like half, <laughs> halfway into the tour, he's like, "Hey man, you need a drummer." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't need no drummer." <laughs> and then one day, <laughs> and then one day, like uh, you know, a few months after the tour, he's like, "You sure you don't need a drummer?" And I was like, "I right, fly in." You're gonna do the show with me. All right, it's gonna be a rehearsal. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I gave him a, I gave him a rehearsal room and a drum kit. And I just sat there and drank beer and watched him play. <laughs> and and uh, then we did the show like the day after. And it was awesome. And that's history, man. It's like after that, it's just it's, it's been with me the whole time. And this is back, you know, 2006. Yeah, great, great addition. And uh... Speaking of music, and you're talking about this tour kind of being older music, uh, this is where Death Begins just turned two last weekend. Are we starting to think about some new music? Um, I'm uh, I'm writing the new album. It's almost there. I would say I'm about like 80% done. With awesome. Material. I put a time limit on myself, and then when I got to the limit, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to rush anything. I'm just going to kind of take my time finishing it up because... I'm really stoked about what I'm doing right now. So we were supposed to have it done for this tour, but then I'm like, I'm not going to force things just for the tour's sake, you know? Right. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked, man. It's like, it's the same thing here. It's like, I feel like from the first album through This Is Where Death Begins, I feel like I always took one step further and one step further. I never looked back, you know what I mean? I always took one step further, never looked back, one step further. And then now I feel like I went all the way back to the beginning and I see everything that I've done in front of me and I'm taking all the pieces and elements that I liked from all the old school industrial stuff to the new stuff 
and I kind of putting it all together. So I feel like I'm not going another step further. I'm kind of taking everything I've learned and putting it into one album, and I'm really happy so far. So it's way more electronic. At the same time, it's way heavier. Hmm. Um, I'm stoked, man. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Glad to hear that it's in the work. At least that you're working on it. It doesn't have to be done, but as long as I know you're working on it, we're going to get some new music that's exciting for me. <laughs> one to ask you about one old show. I mean, not that old ago, but a, another tour with the great name that you played at and just kind of down the street from the radio station where I'm at and kind of wanted to get your uh, remembrance of the day from the traffic, from the set, from the crowd, to any other bands you saw or hung out with. Going back to OzFest meets NotFest. Yeah, dude, that was something. I love that fest, man. It's just kind of like now that neither Ozzy, rather, or Slipknot's really doing anything, I'm, everybody's worried it's not going to happen. That's a shame because it's such an amazing fest. Yeah. I mean, what, a, what bands? The bands playing now, oh my God, you know. I grew up in a festival culture, you know. Like, I grew up in Europe. We have We actually have a festival culture. Not to offend anybody here, but we do have a festival culture. You know, like from beginning of May through August, you can go to a festival every single weekend all over Europe, and it's going to be like two to three hundred thousand people at the festival. Wow! And growing up with that, I never really had anything even close to that here, and that was like playing office not fest was just was just the closest I got into it. You know what I mean? And I uh, know it's, it's cool to see that things that possibly can happen here, too. Yeah, and we've been kind of spoiled this area of Southern California because we had the very first OzFest. You know, the very first time he did it back in the day, I think it was 96 or something, was out here. So we've kind of gotten spoiled yep. and used to that, whether it was an OzFest and then it was the Mayhem Festival for a while. And then that went away. And I'm with you. I really hope they keep that going. I love the all-day music festivals. And you remember seeing any bands that day or hanging with anyone that day? Any, anything jump out from you from that specific day for you, for your experience? Dude, it was it was just such a good day. I felt like I met everyone, you know. <laughs> but it's like, you know, hanging out with Dino from Fair Factory, my buddies from Suicide Silent, you know, the Antrax dudes. Was like, we've been both days, you know, the Slayer guys. Like, we watched every show, hanging out with everybody. It was just awesome. And uh, seeing the hate breed dudes again it was cool. It's like all these guys, like, you know, too, and you never get to see them because they tour just as much as you, you know what I mean? Right. But it's like when you get to a festival like this, suddenly it's like all your friends are in one place. <laughs> it's like a family reunion. Cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you had to pick one just to have some fun, it, out of the two, OzFest, NotFest, out of Ozzy or even Black Sabbath versus Slipknot, who's who's had a bigger impact on you? Who are you a bigger fan of out of the two? Oh, come on, Sabbath. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a fair question, you know what I mean? Not as a musician after doing what I'm doing for so long. I mean, Sabbath is... Uh, I grew up with Sabbath. I mean, my dad was listening to Sabbath. I was... I was in diapers listening to the Sabbath. <laughs> uh, Do you have a favorite Sabbath song, one to play on the radio? Uh, I mean, it's it's always the, the cliche words. You know, it's either Sabbath, Body Sabbath, or, you know, a Paranoid. You know, like, it's uh, that's usually the ones that go to my playlist, too. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the hits are a hits for a reason. Speaking of influences, kind of curious for your perspective. I think we can all agree as hard rock, heavy metal fans that one band 
we were all a fan of and probably still are, but definitely at least for a period of time would be the almighty Metallica. And curious with you being from Norway, kind of how did you first discover Metallica? I think I discovered a backpatch before I discovered the band. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for Kill 'em All. So, like, it's, um, I just I remember seeing somebody with a Kill 'em All backpatch, like one of the older kids. And I, I remember I was like in '84, I was nine. So I, I started listening to punk. So I was like from like '84 through like '89, I wasn't really listening much to metal. I was with some bands, you know. But I was mostly listening to, to punk as a kid. But it was also like little older cool kids who were wearing like Metallica or Slayer or Motorhead. Yeah. You know? But that was the cool one. So then they had the ones that listened to all the cheesy stuff. They had a big fluffy hair. So that's the kids we didn't like. <laughs> um. <laughs> what was your entry point for Metallica? Are you a Metallica fan? Did you fall in love with them at any point in their career? Or? For sure. I mean, like when I mean, uh, I would say that as, as a lot of other people would say, like when the Ride the Lightning came out, it was like it was a huge album for me. And then obviously when you know Master Puppets came out, it was the huge assault. I mean, it's still to this day one of my favorite albums ever. Perfect album, I think. And, um, oh yeah, no, it's. I mean, the production, everything. And considering like at the time it was recorded too, and you listen to it now. It's still to par, if not better, than the whole metal band <laughs> right now. You know, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. You can't say that with a whole lot of other types of music, you know what I mean? No, I know. That's why um, I kind of want to make sure we shine that light on him. I feel like everyone knows Metallica is great, and they kind of are almost putting them off on the shelf again. It's like, no, we we need to remind people how great this band is and, and how much good they've done for metal in general, you know? So uh, it's always oh, kind of like sure, man. like to hear how people discover them. And I got to make you, I've been doing it all day, make you pick a, a Metallica track. I would have picked one that hasn't been picked 10 times already today. Hmm, let me see. Let's see something that, hmm. I would say Fade to Black. Fade to Black. Okay, cool. The ballad. Killer song, man. And you know, people think, this is the thing too, man. Everybody think about like look back at the really good ballads they did and it's like they managed to be a metal band to do ballads that were not cheesy you know yeah. what i mean it's that was a hell of a thing in the 80s you know because when everybody was doing power ballads and they managed to do ballads that was not power ballads just awesome yeah, I mean, that, that wasn't like a home sweet home, like when Motley Crue did their ballad, you know, it, it, it still had its <laughs> exactly. integrity. You're absolutely right about that. Killer, man. Andy, having so much fun talking to you. Just one last question for you, just kind of talking influence and stuff and kind of curious. Made me think about it being an industrial metal band and, and one of the big tours going out this summer with uh, with two people that are kind of in that world. Not exactly more of the American definition of industrial slash metal band and uh, talking about Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson going out on tour. And just curious out of those two, who who are you a bigger fan of or who influenced you more? I would say Rob just because of White Zombie. I was actually never a big Marilyn Manson fan. I mean, I, I always, um, I always thought that he was he was a great artist, you know. And I think, to me, it was like kind of like a repackaging of what Alice Cooper did back in the day. Uh, but Rob, Rob was always kind of visionary. Like even with White Zombie, he did something completely different, something that I 
when I saw the saw him the first time, I was like, this is really different. This is really something unique. And um, it was also one of the first, like, more, like, house clean people to be metal, you know, even though they were industrial. And suddenly they came out with, like, a drum and bass uh, remix album. And it just blows everybody's mind. It's kind of the same way as how Fair Factory did it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it was just pioneers of stepping, you know, you know, pushing the boundaries of uh, crossing over. Uh, kind of like how Anthrax and Public Enemy did it, you know. So it's, I feel like, just like being brave enough to taking a step into a world, especially for metal, which was so narrow-minded for so long, who, if you did anything electronic in it, it was like people was like, this is not metal. You know? Right. And they really dared to do it, and uh, he, really, he really did it really well, and... I mean that that in itself is a huge inspiration. The music outside of it. Awesome. And do you have a, a favorite tune from Rob? Uh, I would say more human. Yeah, and I think the only reason why that became one of my favorite songs was because it was one tour we did where that was like on repeat for a whole tour, <laughs> and it kind of got stuck in my head for a while. So now that became my that's definitely became the my bigger song from, uh, at least from White Zombie. <laughs> Appreciate all the time today, Andy. And just before I let you go, do you have any social media plugs, any uh, Twitter, whether it be for the band or yourself? I mean, Combi Christ. Just, it's everywhere. Just Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Combi Christ. You search for it, you'll find it. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time, Andy, and best of luck on the tour and can't wait for it on the 30th. Thanks, man. See you there. Alrighty. Have a good one. Safe travels. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, man. Bye-bye.